Are you able to normalize your emotions? Do you know what normalization is? Fret not, because in this episode, I will teach you what normalization is and how you can start normalizing yourself today. This is going to help you connect your cognitions with your present moment experience, something that's really important, not just for trauma recovery, but just emotional regulation in general. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a therapist, coach, and the creator of the Polyvagal Trauma Relief System. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken, where I teach you how to finally get relief from trauma using clear language and practical techniques. This podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended to be a replacement for therapy. Now, I've been working on a new book that focuses on unstucking from trauma based on phase three of my polyvagal trauma relief system, which you can buy on its own. It's called Unstucking Defensive States. I don't have a date for you quite yet, but today I actually did finish the first draft of the book. Uh, I have no idea when it'll be out. But for now, uh, I do want to actually read a section to you that builds on last week's episode on, on validation. What is normalization? And specifically, we're going to be doing or uh, learning about emotional normalization. And that's basically just making sense of your emotions based on your life context. It's a cognitive self-regulation tool that you can use after emotional validation. Doing so can help you to alleviate emotional dysregulation that you might be experiencing. Emotional normalization is actually one of my three top-down self-regulation openers. The basic idea here with a top-down self-regulation opener is that it's possible to shift your polyvagal state, your, your body's state, from the brain to the body. And normalization is a pretty darn crucial step, in my opinion, in unlocking the potential for trauma recovery and self-regulation. This should not be, uh, normalization should not be perceived as a standalone solution to move out of a traumatized state, but rather it's the second of my three top-down steps as as far as like grounds for creating or for opening up potential self-regulation. Really, really, really quickly, let's do a recap of what validation is because normalization builds on validation. Validation is confirming that what you are experiencing is true. Validation is an objective and truthful acceptance of of what you actually feel emotionally. For example, admitting to yourself that you feel sad is validating of your emotional experience. Likewise, telling your feelings to somebody else and having them name your feelings as sad or something like that could also be validating. Go to last week's episode if you want to hear more about uh, validation. Let's, let's push into normalization a bit more. So after validating your emotions, the next step is to normalize them. Your emotions not only truly exist, but they also have a reason for existing within you. They don't just exist out of nowhere. In fact, I'd be willing to bet that if somebody else had similar life circumstances to you, they would likely feel the same way and be left with similar emotions, similar cognitions, similar impulses, and even similar sensations as well. And yeah, probably a similar stuck state. In my client work, I see this all the time. I personally have yet to meet with a client. This is just me, just me here. I have personally yet to meet with a client that I thought had random feelings. I would say that 100% of my caseload over the years have present day emotions that stem from either, either or, 
present day experiences or past experiences. Their emotions make sense based on the context of their present day or and or their past life. I don't mean past life like they died and then re- were reborn. I meant things that happened, experiences that happened earlier in their life. If others had the same life context as you, they would likely end up with a similar stuck defensive state and experience similar emotions like the ones that bring you here to this podcast, perhaps. So just like you would reassure somebody else in that situation that their feelings are normal, I invite you to do the same for yourself. Your emotions are normal and understandable given the circumstances that you grew up in and or that you currently are in. And this is the essence of normalization. For the purposes of my courses, and I would also recommend for you, fellow stuck knot, I would recommend that you focus on normalization and maybe not retelling your trauma, unless you're you know, in therapy and you guys, that's like the path that you're on. So unless you can handle it or you're professionally doing it, I really don't recommend delving deeper into your life circumstances that led you to your present day dysregulation, at least not now. The focus may need to be on acknowledging and accepting that your emotions are valid and normal. It is completely okay to keep it general when it comes to your self-regulation or unstucking process. It might be okay to keep the past general for now, and also understand that your specific emotions make sense based on your life circumstances. When it comes to normalizing your emotions, be specific and objective about the emotions that you're trying to change. The basic idea is these emotions are normal based on my life circumstances. Normalizing your emotions based on your life might sound like my emotions are normal, The emotion that brings me to trauma recovery is normal. My emotions make sense. My emotions make sense in this context. My emotions are not random. My emotions make sense based on my life context. So pick what works for you or make up your own. What would it sound like if you were to normalize yourself, your emotions, based on your life circumstance? Now, you can probably guess that emotions come from a polyvagal state. I'm not going to go into the polyvagal theory in this episode. If you're brand new to it, head over to episode 101 of this podcast and you'll get a really deep dive into the polyvagal theory. But basically, emotions come from our the state of our body, which can be either more prepared for safety and connection or for like for defense and running away or fighting or or shutting down. Emotions are complex. So let's acknowledge that. While emotions are complex and multi-layered, they ultimately boil down to stemming from a polyvagal state, which is a biological process. This is not to diminish the significance of your valid felt experience of your emotions, but rather to understand that they are a natural reaction to the context of one's life. Emotions are not inherently good or bad, but rather a normal response to circumstances. Recognizing this fact can help to reduce the intensity of the feelings associated with difficult life circumstances. That's normalization. Your body adapted to survive. In hindsight, it's easy to question why we didn't take certain actions or why our parents didn't act differently. However, it may be more helpful 
to recognize our bodies naturally adapt to defensive states in response to challenging circumstances. And it's not uncommon for us to get biologically stuck in these states. That's what trauma is. This is a normal reaction and falls within the range of expected and typical biological responses to situations that are triggering of a defensive autonomic state, like flight, fight, shutdown, or, or freeze. In fact, these biological shifts are what, are what allow us to survive, not only us, but every organism before us. These normal biological shifts to safety and danger have been passed down through evolution and are encoded into our DNA. Not only are our polyvagal shifts normal, but they're necessary. And the emotions that come from a polyvagal state make a lot more sense when looked at from the viewpoint of biology. Your neuroceptive shifts, stuck polyvagal state, and felt experience of that state all make sense and are expected outcomes to your life context. Normalization might not be easy. I invite you to acknowledge that this is not easy. Polyvagal ladder climbing is difficult, not just for you, but for all of us. That difficulty is normal and an expected part of trauma recovery. All of this might be brand new for you, so just acknowledge and maybe even accept this is not easy and it doesn't have to be easy. And we're gonna make steps in the right direction little by little. Normalizing can help you to reduce shame and blame and more. Let's bring it back to the initial thing I said about the top-down self-regulation openers. These three things that we can do, which is validation, normalization, and giving permission. That's the next one, the next episode. If we can do those, it lowers our cognitions that get in the way of self-regulation. Your body has to self-regulate. It is compelled to self-regulate, and it can do so. But... Trauma is the inability or the difficulty with self-regulating. So what I'm saying is you can, but your autonomic nervous system is stuck in a state of defense. But stuck means it's still trying to. It still has the compulsion or the impulse to self-regulate. So when you do these top-down self-regulation openers, it helps to align your cognitions with your stuck defensive state. It helps to clear the way out of other cognitions like blame, or shame or judgment that keep you stuck. If you can validate your emotions as real and then normalize them based on the context of your life, then the need for other cognitions that are more about shame, blame, and judgment probably goes down. And if that goes down, that means your conscious mind, your cognitions at least, are gonna be more in alignment with the present moment and with what's happening within you. And if that's true, then the capacity for self-regulation to happen probably goes up. I'm going to build on this in next week's episode on giving permission. I do have a nifty gifty for you in this episode. It is my SSIEC sheet. It stands for State, Sensation, Impulse, Emotion, and Cognition. And it's just one sheet that lays out these different domains of your present moment experience. It helps you to build the language for them and acts as a cross-reference for these different domains. When you sign up for my email list, you can download that for free. Go on over to justinlmft.com slash S-S-I-E-C, justinlmft.com slash S-S-I-E-C. Fellow Stucknot, I do hope that you have found this episode to be a helpful resource for you. It would mean a lot for, to me if you would share it with someone 
that you think needs to hear this as well. Bye. This podcast is not therapy, not intended to be therapy or be a replacement for therapy. Nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship. Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice, it is for educational and entertainment purposes only.